Hello everyone. Um, welcome back. I know that a lot of my episodes have consisted of either stories or talking about relationships. So I really wanted to focus today on making it about, you know, individuals rather than focusing so much about being in a relationship because honestly that might not be where everyone's at in life and I think that's a good thing. So today I'm going to talk about uh, kind of how to deal with loneliness and if you're in that transitional period between friends or places or you're moving um, just because that's what I'm experiencing. So I guess I can speak from experience and maybe help someone else that might be going through something similar. So uh, just to recap, I am moving from Boston back to my hometown. And while Boston, I didn't have a ton of people that were close to me, um, just because after I left college, there was kind of a disconnect between me and a lot of the people that I was once close with. Also, some people moved away. So it just became harder to maintain those friendships, but I still had like people to turn to there. And so now moving back to my hometown, I have to kind of restart. And it's a lot harder to make friends when you're an adult than when you're in college. That's for sure. So now I'm trying to navigate the feeling of loneliness because I also don't want to force any friendships right now. I also am in this period where I'd kind of rather be alone than be around people, which sounds kind of dramatic, but I think a lot of it has to do with, one, as I've said, I do have some introverted tendencies, but also I'm in this period of really wanting to change myself for the better and really wanting to improve my own mental state and also just like my perspectives on things. I think in the past, like... I've used, like, I'm really sarcastic, and I've used humor as more of, like, a coping mechanism, and I kind of have realized that I just always saw things so negatively, because honestly, I haven't been dealt the best cards ever, especially things started to kind of, you know, cannonball, well, is that really the word for it? Snowball, that's what I was thinking of, all at the same time, and it is hard when it feels like everything's going wrong all at once and I know that some people or like a lot of people experience that where you kind of have this all or nothing complex like either everything's going good or nothing's going good and I think that also has to tie in with mental health and just the way you're generally feeling about yourself so this year a huge resolution of mine was really trying to look at things in a more positive light because I could look at my situation now and be like wow that was a lot that I just went through and that's something to acknowledge. Obviously, I can acknowledge that that was not a great situation at the time. I had broken up with my boyfriend. I literally, like, I had, you know, a huge apartment issue, but a lot of times, like, that came down to my own decision making. So, and it also was like, whether you believe this or not, the universe pulls you in some sort of direction whether you believe that's God or the universe or whatever, I'm not going to get into that, obviously, but um, generally, I think that there's a path for people, and I think a lot of times that drives you to the path you're supposed to be on, and I genuinely think, as crazy as it is to move from, like, a really beautiful, great city back to, like, my little old hometown, I do think it was the best choice for me right now, and I think a lot of it goes back to 
kind of the universe telling me that I need to go back to more of my childlike state. And what I mean by that is I grew up really, really fast. Graduating early forced me into being an adult quicker than obviously everyone else around me. But also I've always been like that. I got a job really young um, and I have been working ever since. I have been managing just having, I don't know, I've always just had this like different outlook. Even when I was a young kid, like that's just the way I looked at things I felt like was generally from an older perspective. Like I was always so excited to be older and so excited to be an adult and be taken seriously. And newsflash, even when you are in the adult world, you're still not always going to be taken seriously. You're always going to be in some sort of room. You're usually going to be the youngest one there. And I, I don't know, that sounds really weird, but if you understand what I'm saying, you understand what I'm saying. So I think like going back to my hometown is kind of connecting me more with family and being able to do the things that I want to do with the freedom that I now have as an adult, but also have family to support me and back me up, which I didn't have when I was away from that. So that's number one. Um, But number two is that like keeping that positive, you know, outlook on things. First of all, it attracts way better energy and way better people around you. The more negative you are, you tend to attract negative people and you also tend to bring everyone else down. And I know that's hard because obviously when you're going through something, you want to share it with the people around you. But I also think like having a really positive outlook and mindset is attractive to people. It's kind of like confidence. Like everyone wants to be around people who are confident and happy with their life. So I think that's just like what I've noticed is the people that don't know me as well and see me as a super positive bubbly person all the time are much more inclined to want to be around me than the people who think I'm just negative all the time if that makes any sense at all so what I'm saying is that's not always easy and I think right now I'm struggling my main struggle point is that I am a bit lonely I don't have a ton of friends at the moment so I don't have much of a social life So as much as like during the week, I'm really stuck on a routine and I think that's good for me. Honestly, I know that sometimes routines can be unhealthy, but for me, they help me to thrive. So I get up and I have this like amazing morning routine and I'm not saying that waking up at like 530 in the morning is for everyone. It certainly wasn't for me for a while, but I love being able to like go like work out, come home, like eat breakfast and have like a really slow morning before I even start work. Like being able to have an entire day before I've even had a day feels good for me. And going to bed early and reading and really like throwing myself myself into my hobbies is great. The issue that I have is on the days that I'm not working, so the weekends, a big chunk of my day is not taken up. So then it's like, what do I do with myself if I have no social life? There's not really friends to hang out with. And this is where maybe I can help you if you're going through something like this. Um, Because this is something I've been navigating recently. And no, I do not have it figured out. Um, But this is the best advice I can give. What I would say is on weekends specifically... Think about the things and the routines you can create around, first of all, things you need to do, but how to romanticize those things. So 
for me, my typical weekend, like on Fridays, I will go to the grocery store at night and I always like get ready and like get dressed to go to the grocery store. And I know that sounds stupid, but I work from home. So it's like I have very like limited time outside of the house. So like, let's look good. Like, let's go to the grocery store and like feel good about ourselves. So I like get myself ready and I take my time at the grocery store picking out things that are like exciting. Like I'm going to ha- make myself a really nice dinner because it's Friday night and I go to the liquor store and like pick up a bottle of wine or like anything to make like a fun little drink and I sit down and I have a very relaxing Friday night and honestly I love that because I don't wake up feeling hungover or feeling like shit I have like a little bit to drink have my dinner like relax and like usually pick out like some stupid rom-com to watch and I have a relaxing night Now, Saturdays are by far my favorite day of the week, and this is because I've kind of gotten it down to a science. What I normally do on Saturdays is I let myself sleep in a little bit. I wake up, I have breakfast, and a very slow morning. Like, maybe I'll, like, you know, read, scroll through TikTok realistically, like, do stuff like that. And then I'll go to the gym. And I will say, like, if you're not into the gym, um, I wasn't for a while, but... It is a good release and it does genuinely, like, scientifically make you feel happier. Just even if you get on the treadmill for 20 minutes, it's, you did something, you know, you did something productive. So I like to try to go on weekends. Um, And then I'll come home, shower, and I get myself ready. Like, get yourself ready as if you're going out that night. Like, I'm talking, like, full makeup, full hair, like, whatever you do to get yourself feeling great. And then I go out and I, like, find little things. And I don't have a lot of money to spend, but a lot of times I'll go to, like, the bookstore and find myself a really good book that I'm excited about. Or, like, whatever that might be for you. Sometimes I like to go to a coffee shop and get myself a nice coffee and sit around for a while and just literally romanticize, like, the smallest little things to make yourself excited. And then normally I'll go visit, like, family or something and spend some of my day doing that. I love taking walks outside. That's another like great thing to do on a weekend. Obviously it's been colder in the Northeast, but that's something I love doing. Um, And just like taking trips, even just driving around sometimes feels so freeing and good, especially because like being in Boston, I wasn't living directly in Boston, but even around, it was so hard to just like go on a drive. And here I can like go on long drives and like I don't know have and be able to not be like so stop go if you get what I'm saying um but things like that just listening to music and finding little hobbies to take up your day now what I will admit is that nights I always struggle because a Saturday night like the FOMO's real you're watching everyone on their stupid how many times have I said your their stupid Instagram or Snapchat stories? I've said that on I feel like so many episodes, but it does piss me off because you know what I get FOMO and I'll I'll be the first to admit it, you know, and I'm sure some of you have felt that way that I get in these little moods because I watch everyone do what I wish I was doing at that time, and like yes, that's like an ounce of like envy and jealousy, and I hate like those negative feelings so. What I've been doing recently that has been really helping me is, first of all, 
now that I don't work in social media, I have set time limits on all of my social media apps. This is just good because even if you ignore them, at least it's a reminder of how long you've been on that app. Probably too long. Like the scrolling is not healthy. So that has helped me. Do not disturb on my phone. Okay, maybe this isn't for everyone because if someone like needs to call you, then this isn't going to work out very well. But it has been so helpful for me to just like, I don't know, like have a break from just like even people texting me and like just like a break from my phone. Sometimes I just like need time to just process and like sit with my own thoughts. So I do that. And I 10 out of 10 recommend it. Your friends can wait. Even if it's like you put on do not disturb for an hour, your friends can wait. It's going to be okay. So that's been really helpful. And then, I don't know. I think on Saturdays, I just try to like even what I was going to do last weekend. And I wish I could have gotten myself to do it. But I'm just still so afraid of other people's opinions sometimes. And I really need to get over it. But I really just want to try one of these nights to, like, go to a bar by myself. Now, disclaimer, this is not very safe. So make sure you're picking a safe spot and make sure someone has your location if you're doing that. Especially if you're a woman, this is not a great time in history to be going out by yourself. But I just, like, kind of want the aesthetic of, like, sitting at a bar by myself. But I also kind of don't want the aesthetic that, like, I want to get hit on because I feel like that's what's that's what it's giving um so I think I'm like more scared of that or like seeing someone I know and them being like oh like who are you here with and maybe like oh no one um but I genuinely think that's how you make friends and I the other thing I'll say is that the summer is a way easier time to meet people because everyone's outside so it's kind of a commonality a commonplace um and like at my new apartment complex I have a pool which I foresee like And when you're picking out an apartment, try to find people or, like, see if it's a building that has people similar in age to you. My old building did not have that. My new building does. And it's also a huge complex with so many people that, like, I foresee, like, going to the pool, definitely meeting people along the way. So that's exciting. Um, Also, it's just easier to, you know, you're, like, going on a walk or a run and, like, you run into someone. You run into someone on the elevator, like... Those are more natural ways to meet people than, I don't know, it, it honestly, like, making adult friends is one of those situations that can't really be forced, um, and it, it, you almost have to wait for it to happen to you, but it's not going to happen if you stay inside your house all day, and I'm guilty of that, too. So that's why I try to romanticize the little moments. I try to get myself out of the house. I try to, like, go do stupid activities that don't cost a lot of money because at the end of the day that's what's gonna get you going you can't be cooped up in your house 24 7 it's not healthy and I think that COVID has kind of made us forget that a little bit because a lot of us do work from home and a lot of us do like rely so heavily um on being by ourselves what I will say too in like the topic of mental health I am someone personally who, like, my space is very important to me, like, my living space because I'm in it so much. If you're similar and you, like, work from home, first of all, make sure you're cleaning your space. I'm telling you, it reduces stress major because if you just look around and see all the things you have to do, first of all, you can't focus. 
And second of all, it, it it's just a distract. It's a huge distraction. So I try to keep my space very clean. Second, I'll say invest in things that are going to genuinely make your life better and easier. So like furniture, for instance, is something that's an investment. But don't get like shitty IKEA furniture because I decorated my first apartment fully in shitty IKEA furniture. Great idea considering I now left after six months. But in the long term, like, I don't know. I hated the aesthetic of my apartment. Like, I really wanted shit that wasn't looking like it was falling apart because it literally was falling apart. And now I'm going to, like, invest in real pieces of furniture. Now, again, I don't have a ton of money. So you have to save up for things like this. But it's, like, a good couch, like, a good table. Like, all of that will last you through a, from apartment to apartment and find things you're really going to like that have staying power because otherwise you're just going to keep buying shitty furniture. And it's, like, eventually that would just add up to the amount that it would cost to buy good furniture. So that's my suggestion. Make your space something that you're, like, actually excited to come home to rather than, like, ugh, I hate this place. Um, and that's why I was struggling so much in Boston because even before the whole roach situation, I still lived in a basement. So there were still a bunch of bugs. And personally, that I can't sleep at night knowing that there's a fucking spider in there or whatever. It's like, no, don't love it. I also didn't like how like being on the bottom floor just genuinely felt more unsafe. And my neighbors above me were really loud. It just, like, wasn't an exciting place to come home to. Like, honestly, I used to try to stay out of my apartment for as long as possible because I was so miserable there. And that's not that's not healthy. So, um, that's another really important factor, I think, if you're kind of going through a lonely period. The last thing I'll say is that it will not last forever. And for me, this is something I have to keep reminding myself because it's felt like forever. Um, but it's because I haven't, it's also a fault of my own, right? Like, I haven't really made the steps to really put myself out there and meet new people. And that's on me. Like, eventually, like, I got to do something about that. And I think it, it is a little hard because in our society, it's a lot easier to meet like a man than it is to meet like a friend like to meet a significant other uh how many dating apps exist you know what i mean like swipe swipe and i got a boyfriend by tomorrow but like when it comes to friends it's like that's not how it really works so like my goal for the next coming weeks is like if i see someone that i think like seems interesting or like has a similar hobby like if i see them at the bookstore or at the gym i'm just gonna try to strike up a conversation now that is my biggest fear in life so will i accomplish that i don't know but that's my challenge for myself and um if you're in the same boat like let's do this together like let's try to find fun people to be around um and also be content with yourself it's okay. It won't last forever. And at the end of the day, you, there is so there are so many hobbies and things that you can throw yourself into to make yourself a better person before meeting new friends. Because honestly, when it comes that time that I meet new people, I want to be the best version of myself. And 
right now, I'm a work in progress. I mean, we're always a work in progress, but right now especially, I am a work in progress. And I'm trying to release a lot of the things that, like, I was holding on to for so long. My grudges are not worth it. Um, but I will say, like... Sometimes that's just in my nature that I feel like I need to hold these stupid grudges. Um, but, like, let those things go. And let those people go. Like, the people that wronged you in high school, like, I know I made a whole fucking episode about that. At the end of the day, I can talk about it now because I don't care as much. The people that wronged you in high school don't care about you, first of all. Well, especially if it's been five years like it has for me or however long. They don't care about you. They don't think about you. You should not think or care about them. Period. They don't deserve your mental space. And that goes for anyone that is making fun of you for doing something that you genuinely want to do. And, like, I know I'm being a hypocrite right now because this podcast is a perfect example of something I would never share with anyone unless I knew they were going to be supportive. And... That's bad, (laughs) but, like, I also don't want to put it out there because everyone is so negative and everyone's so quick to be like, that's cringy or that's stupid, and it's, like, when it's something you're really passionate about, like, drown that shit out. You don't need that energy dragging you down, and you certainly don't need it taking up space. If it's something that makes you happy, do it. Like, what's holding you back? Like, this little project of mine... There's a thousand reasons why I shouldn't do this, but there's one big reason why I should, and that's because it makes me happy. I don't think about, I should think probably a little more before I hit record, but I don't think about this. Like, it's a way for me to, like, have a release, and if no one ever listens, then at least I'm trying, and I'm doing something, and I'm making something with all this time I have. So that's what I'll leave you with you know, it's okay to be lonely, and it won't last forever, and you know what, it's okay to be your own best friend sometimes, um, and I think a lot of times that makes for some of the best people I've met are the people that have gone through periods like this, because they come out so much stronger, and they come out having created something with their time, so that's what I'll leave with, whoa, (laughs) that's what I'll leave you with, um, Thank you so much for listening. I love you and I will see you in the next one. Bye.